When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. Of course, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and more. Also on Dash Radio on weeknights at 7 p.m. on their Nothing But Net channel, the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Right now, Royal Shepherd is hosting the Post Up on 5R. Also, you can catch Before Floor there and all of our other programs, including Feel the Heat, which is another new show there and full court press also five reasons sports.com brady hawk already with the latest takeaways you may not want to read these but they're on five reasons sports.com with no paywall also the great sponsors of the five reasons sports network i push this one a lot it's called best ever bst evr.com that's bst evr.com so a couple of e's missing this is where you want to go to simulate anything in the nfl basically if you've got an argument to settle about a a past team against a current team. If you want to see if one of the current teams is going to be better this year than they were last year with some of the players they added, you can simulate all this stuff there. You can do it for free. They'll give you a game story. They'll give you a box score. It's a really cool site. And they just introduced, we're going to play with this this week. They just introduced some NBA simulations. That's right. So check it out. BSTEVR.com. Get their NBA simulations there. I was looking at some of the LeBron Jordan stuff there. So this is where you settle arguments. Again, check it out, and it's free, bstevr.com. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alex Toledo and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's the floor plan. I got Alex Toledo with me. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. This is not going to be a long one tonight. I don't know that you want to suffer through this. Um, there have been some bad losses this season, Alex. There's there's some games you look at, Detroit, Minnesota, that you just – Golden State when you had the lead late, the Clippers when they didn't have their entire starting lineup – there are some losses at the end of this season that we're going to look back at if the seating is not where it should be. And if God forbid the heat are in the play in, okay. And end up getting bounced early or have to play a bunch of games with a bunch of 30 somethings. And they don't get that week off that these other teams are going to get in the top six. We're going to look at some of these games tonight is going to be one of these games. I, I know Eric Reed tonight and I, I respect what he was doing. Okay. But he's out there saying tonight, you know, that maybe the Heat would have gotten up more, you know, that actually uh, Capella and Trey Young not playing again, the leading scorer and leading rebounder on the team, one of the leading scorers in the league and leading rebounders in the league, not playing tonight was 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 a negative for the Heat because they let down. And factually, that's correct. But theoretically and in every other way, that's pathetic. Um, and I got to ask this question to you, Alex. This team lets down at times they shouldn't let down. The effort kind of comes and goes. I, I mean, do they want it enough? I, I you know, I, I know we're going to talk about Duncan and shooting, and sometimes it's just bad luck, but do they want it enough? Because a night like tonight makes Heat fans wonder. 
this is a team that like I think it's fair to wonder if they want it enough. I I believe they do. I just think, like you said, the effort comes and goes in these games. And we talked about it other times. They play down to their opponents just like they play up to their opponents. They've been doing it for years. And now like it's just it just feels a little bit different than how the big three teams would do it. Whereas like they would kind of uh, you know, just not go 100%. And I know Jimmy does some of that, but Jimmy kind of just revs it up per quarter. This team, like, they were trying hard on offense. I thought they were getting good looks, and they were, you know, hitting the threes in the first half there. What comes and goes, I think, effort-wise, is the defense. Like, we know they're a good defensive team, and the defense was just not there tonight. It wasn't. Like, they've been doing uh, – I think it's kind of been up and down and even though it's been very good throughout the season, like the fact that they've had these games where like it's not as strong as it usually is, like they, this, that's where some of these losses come from. Like the Hawks had what, 60 in the first half, like without Trey Young and Clint Capella, who have been their two best players this year. I just think it's a terrible loss. Like you said, I couldn't agree more. It's just one of the, you know, one of those losses like the Warriors won, like the Clippers won, and all these other ones that I'm forgetting right now because it's just too many to name. There's been way too many of those, and it's the reason that they're sitting at seventh and kind of uh, a threat to really be a playing team under the Hawks and the Knicks. Like it's just unacceptable. The you know the the context of COVID and contact tracing, all of that, like all of that stuff, and Jimmy being out happened a long time ago at this point. Depot's been out, yes, but like you're losing too many games that you shouldn't be, and they got two more coming up on Saturday and Monday that they absolutely have to win. They they need to go two and zero against those teams, especially if uh, Zach Levine doesn't play in both of those games. And it's just like, you don't know if you're going to get those. And that's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. I mean, that's the thing. I, I don't trust them to get both. I, I don't. Uh, nope. and th there's The thing about this team this year is there's every time you think they have things figured out, they don't. Okay. Um, they can't sustain. Constant any peaks and valleys. Well, they can't sustain any level of success. There is no real such thing as a trend. There, there was that one streak where they were playing well when Jimmy came back. And they were beating up on some bad teams, which they needed to do, but it has not been consistent. And, and it's just, and some of it is the inconsistency of individual players. So tonight let's go through it a little bit. And, and I think, you know, I don't want to pin this loss on Duncan. Okay. Because Duncan's been great of late, but I think what you saw tonight is they cannot survive a bad Duncan Robinson shooting night. Like that that's become painfully evident. Like, he had some shots go in and out tonight they, when they were trying to come back at the end, if he makes either of those two or both of those two, Jimmy had a three that he had that was in and out. But if Duncan makes those two shots, which he's very much capable of making he's an elite three point shooter, then this looks different at the end. But again, I don't want to pin it on him because he's entitled to a bad night or two. They can't survive a bad night by him. Like they don't, there's nowhere else. I mean, we were waiting for the follow-up from Hero. He showed a little bounce early in the game. He wasn't good late. And Dragic was, I hate to say it, this was an unplayable Goron night tonight. I mean, negative 20, minus 20 for tonight. Minus 20. None was the only one of the small guards who gave them anything. So I, my, my whole thing is, I mean, is, is that fair to say at this point? Like last year, I felt like they could survive a bad night by Duncan. Duncan had bad nights in the playoffs. They won. They can't survive a bad Duncan shooting night this year. Oh, no, no. You're 100% right about that. And, we, and we've talked about the different reasons why. Right? Like, I want to give some credit to Duncan because I think the whole team, as in general, looked good in the first half. They hit nine threes in the first and only four in the second. So that's not great. But just in general, like Duncan missed so many ones that he usually makes uh, – 
when they needed him to make it. Like they, they were right there. They obviously they had gone down 15 or 17, whatever, whatever it was around the beginning of the fourth quarter there, but they brought it back. Like they were within reach. And I know they could have done it. Duncan just needed one or two of those to go in. And it's like, that's the extra juice you need to just kind of take pressure off Jimmy and Bam to just keep marching towards the line. And it wasn't enough. And uh, like you said, he was kind of the easiest culprit to blame. I think Goron is the number one, right? But not, I'm not even trying to play the blame game here. He just doesn't have it. Like, you see it. And I think that's kind of the case for Goron now is a lot of, like, later the later years of Dwayne where, you know, you kind of get good Goron or good Dwayne once every three or four games. And, you know, I'm glad that Tyler and Kendrick are both looking better. Duncan had been looking really good. But the team in, in general just could not hit shots in the second half. And I'm glad that Duncan has added other stuff to his game. Like, he still ended up hitting, you know, he was 5 of 13, even though he only hit two threes. So he got three other field goals that weren't threes. But he needs to do more. Like, they, when Goron is not playing at a, at a high level, when you don't have Depot, like, Duncan needs to do his thing. He didn't do enough tonight. No, he didn't do enough tonight. And we can't we can't even talk about the depot thing at this point because I mean the reality is they have enough of last year's team. That's what I'm saying. They're playing on the margins though. Right, but to, right, that's the thing. But they have enough of last year's team to beat a team Absolutely. with two of its three most important players. And 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 the other part about this that, that's really disturbing, and, and other than the fact that Greg called Goodwin as the random scrub heat killer before the game. Oh, did he? Before. <laughs> And told you, oh, and told you to play him on told you to play him on prize picks. By the way, use the code five F I V E at prizepicks.com for all your daily fantasy. Um, hope you have a better night than I had tonight, but you'll have a lot of fun with it. You can pair different players together from different teams and from different sports, and it is the best daily fantasy game going. So use the code five to get a bonus. So there's our ad and there's our segue. But yeah, he called Goodwin before the game um, for sure. And you knew it was going to be somebody. And, and see, that's that's the other thing. The Heat got massacred by the Atlanta bench when that bench was already depleted because some bench players had to start. <laughs> so it's like you're getting beaten in part by guys who would be on the third, you know, five for Atlanta, not even the second five. I mean, that's just it's just completely inexcusable. Like, I mean, when you talk about what's going on with the Knicks, we talked about this on the fuller floor tonight, like Dragic and Hero should be the best backup backcourt in the league. But right now it's Rosen quickly. I don't think Goran has it anymore. Okay. What's that? I, that's the well. Look, I mean, that's the thing. If he doesn't have it consistently anymore, then maybe there's another conversation that we need to have. Maybe the conversation is not hero or none. Maybe the conversation is hero, none, or Dragic. Because, you know, we we keep waiting for him to get back to that level, and we all want him to because of how much everybody reveres and admires him. But the reality is right now, Kendrick Nunn's outplayed him Easily. <laughs> of late. Not even close. Right? I mean, Goran's had some games here and there, close. but just in general, like I said, most games, he's not giving you that level of performance. I, like, I get he's out there and he's kind of like a decent, for example, like if you want to like kind of compare it to football, he's like not, he's like a Matt Moore at this point. Like, he won't mess everything up for you. Like, you know, he'll try to call up a screen and then find the shooter, <laughs> but he just like on a consistent basis can't get to the rim and make stuff happen. And Look, I think you're right, and, and I just think we're getting to that point where they're going to start managing his minutes uh, down the stretch here. And I don't know. I mean, who knows, because they can't really afford to do that based on the position that they're at in the standings. But given the guard situation that they have there, uh, it just makes a lot of sense to give more playing time to Kendrick, even though he's been playing a lot, and just kind of have Goran rest games here and there. I think I, I just think he needs it at this point. I, I would expect Goran to rest tomorrow. I don't think he'll play against the Bulls. I, I think you rest him and you play him in the in the Monday game 
uh, but I don't think you play him tomorrow. And, and I think we're at the point where it's not even so much about just resting him for his own sake. It's about resting him for the team's sake. I, I think it's about making sure you're playing the guys who can give you more. And the reality is right now, Kendrick Nunn gives them more. I, I don't, I don't okay. see Kendrick Nunn as a player who comes out of the rotation on a consistent basis, you know, for, you know, for the rest of the season. I mean, provided he's still playing at a reasonable level. I mean, he, he was the one who kept them in the game offensively at the beginning, you know, Bam did not have a strong game tonight. Um, you know, what, what he end up with three rebounds, uh, on I think the game. Bam and Jimmy only taking 25 combined shots is not good. And they exactly. tend to do that. I, I think the number for them has to be 30 and it, and it has to be at least a dozen free. Throws. How about this? I think 30, Duncan and Kendrick 30 combined took 26 shots together. Right, right. That's that inversion for this team this year is typically not good. Um, it's, it's not, it has to, we saw the aggressiveness from Bam and Jimmy the other night in a game that we were like, okay, that's a, a game they should win. Uh, but not a gimme against San Antonio by any means. Okay. And they were aggressive. Tonight, they were not aggressive enough. Jimmy was aggressive late, but it was too late. Bam never really got settled. And let's just be honest, Bam got outplayed by John Collins tonight. Um, you know, he had the one block, but other than that, he did not play well enough. And their best players have got to be great because otherwise, it's like I said, they just, they re, they're so reliant on, on Duncan to shoot well or them to get something out of Hero or Dragic. And when you, when you have like three or four things that are not going well one night, and the other thing tonight, Alex, and we can close it here, the turnovers, they, they've cleaned up the turnovers lately, but the way that bad teams stay in games is by turning you over. And they allowed Atlanta to turn them over all night tonight. And I don't think we can underestimate. This is a huge loss. I mean, they lost the tiebreaker now to the Hawks. Bad, bad loss. Yep. It's, a, it's, it's just, it, it's, I mean, this should have been a gimme to grab the tiebreaker, get out of Atlanta. You got two, two you know, winnable games, very winnable games against Chicago. I could not agree with you more. I mean, it's, it's a bad loss. It, it, you it had the tiebreaker there on a silver platter. Like, I know they have other talent there, like to guys that can step up and take more of a ball handling load. Lou Will and Bogdanovich, yeah, yeah. Herder, Gallinari, they can all do a little a little bit more than they do when Trey's there. But it's there's no excuses. Like, that team, no, that should have been a no. gimme, like you said. And they they it was their fault. They turned the ball over, right. like you said. It, it Like, they got 14 tonight. Nothing crazy, but – you know, you get, you get your bench unit just completely outplayed, which has yep. been a running theme throughout the season, you know, and then you lose on the margins and all of a sudden it's like, boom, uh, you're down by a lot because you can't score on a consistent basis. Right. And, and, and I, they, they kind of turn tail too. the effort when it's just, it's, they've had more humiliating losses this season, but in terms of the impact of this loss, this might've been their worst loss of the year. It just, because, uh, because yeah. of the tiebreaker, a team that they're chasing, the circumstances in their favor and they just, uh, frankly, they just blew it. So that's pretty much all we got to say about that tonight. We'll be back tomorrow night. I think Greg will be back with us as well. Can if they don't out. go two and zero over Sunday and Monday. Everybody is going to be pissed. I, I don't know how, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. On our feed, by the way, we're going to be putting um, our new show, uh, full court press with Marco, Gad and Ariel that's going to be coming on our feed over the weekend. So they recorded that yesterday on our YouTube channel. So check out our YouTube channel. Um, it looks like we may be covering play in games. Who knows? All right. For Alex and I have a good night. Thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.